Hey there, this is Taylor Haywood on the campus of Huntington University, and you're listening to Rooted. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. And you can also catch Rooted every Thursday evening at 7 on 105.5 WQHU. And as always, you can stream Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Today, I'm sitting down with Professor Jay Duffer. So, Professor Duffer, you're the theater department professor, correct? I am, yes. Uh, How long have you been teaching here at HU? I am currently in my 10th year here at Huntington University. What is it about theater and acting that interests you the most? I think I was, it's in my blood. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was inevitable. You know, we find our passions in ourselves when we're small. And I was always geared towards storytelling, towards goofing off, towards being the center of attention (laughs) to my parents and to my siblings. And it was just something innate in me that was always there. And then, of course, as I got older, I wanted to explore that. Um, and capitalize on it, obviously, as I chose it for a career. But it's it's always been something that, to me, is just part of my natural way. I want to tell stories. I want to share uh, humanity and uh, acting with others and what it's like uh, to have some sort of human experience through storytelling. And that's what's really drawn me into it all these years. It's 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 very satisfying, I would say. <laughs> It's a satisfying path. I know it scares a lot of people to death, but to stand in front of thousands of people and say lines and and play a character for me uh, is rather exciting. Whereas if I had to get up and do things that other people do, it would terrify me. (laughs) Why did you choose Huntington University to pursue your theater dreams? Well, I actually found out about Huntington University through my predecessor. So back in 2007, prior to coming here, uh, one of my, um, my pre- the predecessor was a graduate student friend of mine. He and I had gone to graduate school together. And so he was working here and was looking for guest directors for their season. And so he actually brought me here. I came in as a guest uh, artist uh, for the production of The Glass Menagerie. And uh just really fell in love with uh, the students, uh, the atmosphere. I loved the facilities. So it was a really positive experience while I was here. Uh, Of course, at the time, the position wasn't open. He wasn't looking to leave. But at the end of that semester, he left suddenly and got another job at Belmont University down in Nashville. And so it didn't leave too much time for a search And so the university reached out to me and asked me if I would consider coming in as a visiting instructor for a year. So once I did that, um, I think everything was set in motion. I still went through the whole process of interviewing and all of that like any candidate would do. But um, I just found my home here and have enjoyed it ever since. Are there any instances where theater and faith kind of overlap in a negative way? In a negative way? That's an interesting question. And the answer is yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can take any career, any industry, and find areas where what's going on in that industry is incongruent with our biblical faith. Um, One of those areas could be just as simple as ego. 
for instance. Um, we are called to be servants um, to our fellow man. And that's where acting actually lines up really well, uh, because in a sense, when you take on that character, you're serving the needs of that text, you're telling a story, you're serving mankind by relaying that story in truthfulness and believability. But when ego, your ego supersedes that, I think that it becomes incongruent with biblical ideals, um, and uh, you're no longer actually serving, you're self-serving. It's bringing all of the glory on you yourself. Um, so there can be a lot of selfishness in this industry. Uh, there can also be a lot of storytelling that isn't necessarily morally in line with what we do. And I think that's my job here at Huntington to have those discussions with my students and say, okay, well, here's this story. Ultimately, what is the playwright or what is the storytelling uh, what is it saying about life? What is it saying about how we believe? Um, and if it's incongruent, for instance, let's say, uh, you know, you, do a, you get involved with a play where the ultimate message of that play is greed is good. So in other words, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, so you, you better embrace it. I would be hesitant to put myself in some form of play like that. However, if there's a play that's showing it uh, as an analogy and your main character is greedy... Uh, and, and, and by the end of the, the play, the audience realizes, oh, this was set up as an example of something not to do. Then I can justify being in that story because the ultimate message isn't greed is good. It is serve your fellow man or look out for your fellow man uh, instead of looking out for selfish interests. So I think there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, there's so many topics that we could talk about. <laughs> is there one in particular that you were interested in uh, in terms of uh, what that might be? Maybe Peter and the Starcatcher? Uh, yeah, well, Peter and the Starcatcher, I think, has a powerful message. Now, it's a fantasy tale, um, but still through fantasy, we learn uh, the value of friendship. Uh, Peter, as he moves through the story, he learns what it is to find his inner strength and also to value others around him because he makes a couple of selfish decisions and he quickly learns that, hey, wait a minute, uh, what's most important is that I help and protect others. And as simplified as that is, I still think that's a great story to be reinforced, particularly in this day and age uh, where um, we are seeing a, a lot of, of um, individual needs uh, sort of replace and take higher priority over the common good. And so I think that's one of the great things that we can take away with Peter and the Starcatcher and another reason why it fits well within our mission and fits well within what I believe are Christian ideals. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a great play. It's a lot of fun, obviously, too, and very silly. But it has some very strong and powerful messages for both children and adults. And it's always good to be reminded of those, isn't it? <laughs> How do you go about choosing what plays or musicals you want the uh, department to perform? Uh, several factors contribute to this decision-making process. One of the biggest factors is what are my resources and particularly what are my students coming up through uh, the, you know, through the program, uh, my seniors and juniors, what kind of plays or musicals might highlight their strengths or might challenge them but still give them uh, the ability to succeed in those roles. So we look at that. We're a theater department, so obviously it's very important that we present a wide array 
or a variety of, of different types of shows for both our audiences and for our students to explore. So if I did the same thing over and over again all the time, I'm not really equipping my parent, my students uh, for uh, a realistic, you know, expectations of what they're going to have when they get out there. They need to be well-bred and, and well-versed in, um, in all these different styles. So we look at that. I also look at the message. So ultimately, what is the message of these plays? What's the message of some of these musicals? And do they line up with our mission statement? Do they line up with our beliefs and morals um, here at Huntington? Um, so a lot of different factors. And one of the last factors is what have we not done in a while? So I always look and say, okay, if there's anything that we've not done in a while that might have been popular or the style of show that we've not done in a while, is it time to bring something like that back? And if it's right and all the resources are there, then we might consider it. How has theater impacted your life as a Christian for the better? Again, that's a really good question. I've been doing it for so long that there are so many times prior to becoming, coming into academia, uh, I was in the world of professional theater. And there's a lot of ups and downs in this business. And one, I just know that I would not survive if I didn't have the assurance that God is there. Um, so there's a lot of no's and a lot of disappointments, yet there's a lot of victories as well. And other careers, you you might have those. I know you do. You just don't have them on such a frequent basis. <laughs> uh, so, you know, if you're going and auditioning and things like that. So he, God has been in a constant source of support for me and inspiration in the fact that I know, okay, if I don't land this gig or if I'm not considered the best person for this role, I don't take it personally. It's, it's helped me to focus on other things that are more important. And it does, I, I don't get self-indulgent in being moody or upset. I'm human, of course. It hurts. It stings. But I think I have found strength uh, to persevere because I know that ultimately what I'm trying to do is for the better uh, and for kingdom purpose. In terms of marrying the art form with my beliefs, for me it's it's easier and I have to say that the institution teaching at this institution, because I, I didn't set out to teach at a Christian institution, um, I found myself here, things worked out that way, but it has been an incredible learning journey for me. All the things that I sort of knew when I was going through my career and, and still I'm going through my career, I, I, I didn't ever attempt to verbalize until I came here. So although I might have believed in them, I didn't really know how to verbalize them until I had to start having these conversations with the students and saying, okay, how do we integrate our faith into this? And it's, it's become a rich experience for me in seeing how, especially with those of us that are creative or have chosen creative paths, one, God is our creator, and he has intrinsically created creativity within us and placed it within us. And by doing so, just simply by tapping into our creativity and sharpening it to be the best that we can be, I believe is, is very glorifying to our creator uh, because it is, it's a cycle uh, that he created. <laughs> I wish I could come up with another word for just all of a sudden, all the, I need a thesaurus in here. Uh, <laughs> um, but are you following me? Does yeah. that make sense? I, I just think that's remarkable if you think about it, that we each all have little individual skills, things that are put within us, that if we tap into them, 
we study them, we learn how to sharpen and our, our craft, work on our skills that we can get better and we then can have impact in positive ways for others. I've never really done anything to me that in my career or here that I have felt goes against my moral beliefs. I've been in some pretty crazy plays and I've played some really dark characters. Uh, and so I find ways in which I know this is part of the process of storytelling. Sometimes everything we do is not always going to be, uh, say, didactic or, uh, or is going to, to be promoting a redemptive message um, overtly, but that we do things in order to reach others through our storytelling so that they can look at that and go, oh my goodness, through that trial and tribulation, you still persevered or you learned this lesson. And so I look at it again and I think, okay, how is that congruent with a biblical worldview? How can I, how can my faith inform me in these? And I've always felt like it has. I've always felt like it's not been a difficult path for me. So, and, and boy, oh my gosh, I have come across so many wonderful people, Christians that are in the industry and non-Christians. And the theater industry, the entertainment industry, but more so the theater industry, is probably the most open group of people I have ever met. So even though someone's morals or ideals might not line up with mine, I've never been persecuted. I've never been talked down to. And as long as I'm respectful to them, we can have conversation. I can learn about their worldviews. I can learn about them. And they can learn about me, and we can really all come to the same table and achieve the same goals in terms of the story that we're telling. So there's a commonality there uh, that I find really refreshing in this industry. And perhaps that's, you know, I think a lot of Christians maybe have a cliche idea about theater and, oh, everybody in it is so wicked. And, oh, everybody else is making horrible choices, lots of divorces and things like that. But I, f I find that not to be true for the most part. It's been a very, very uh, encouraging and satisfying career for me. Thank you, Professor Jay Duffer, for joining us on this episode of Rooted. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on your preferred podcast app. And remember, you can always listen to Forrester Radio on 105.5 WQHU over the air in Huntington or anytime, anywhere at ForresterRadio.com.